Hey, everybody. Welcome to Kame House Party. I'm Aaron. And I'm Vince. It is the only improv comedy Dragon Ball podcast in the known universe. We... We had the boys and gals at NASA check it out for us. They gave us the big thumbs up. That's a confirm. Uh, we we try to watch every episode and iteration of Dragon Ball. Then we come together on these microphones to discuss what we watched. Uh, we do improv scenes based on our discussion. And it's just a good old-fashioned time. It's not old-fashioned. I don't think my ancestors did this. <laughs> Was there like an old grandfather clock that used to chime podcasts? <laughs> but it, I mean, but we like to laugh. We like to have fun. It is a party. You are all invited. But before we let you in, before you can cross the threshold, we have to do a little something we call Kame housekeeping. We have to get everything clean, get you ready to enjoy the hilarity ahead. And the first order of Kame housekeeping is the UN sanctioned one minute. Roundup. Whip sound. Hmm. 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 I told you to stop eating that, honey. You're getting your lips stuck together. Let me help you. Mm. Oh, ah. Oh, but it's so good. The honey's so good this oh, time of year. It's not honey season every day. You're dipping your hands for more? Come, come on. Your dentures. What? Your what? wooden dentures. Well, like I said, honey season only comes around once a year, and I'm I'm here for it. I must stick my hands in as much golden goodness as I can, fill my mouth with it, so these dang bears don't get it. See, I always lose out on honey season because the bears come and get it, mm-hmm. but not this time. Oh, there's another one outside the window. He's he's looking at you. Oh, he, he made a rude gesture, and now he's walking away. Oh, how dare you, Bear? How dare you, Bear? Clarence, how dare shoot bear. that bear. That, Clarence, shoot that bear, please. What? He's, he's walking away. I can't it, shoot a bear in the back. You shoot that bear in the back, or you're no longer the deputy. Did what? I mention I've been the sheriff this whole time? <laughs> And seed. First there was cuffing season, now there's honey season. <laughs> uh, there's a slight overlap between honey and cuffing season. <laughs> it gets sticky. Mm-hmm. So you might need a honey bun after that. But for, for those of you that are still here for some reason, uh, <laughs> and if you're new, you, that is a Western-themed improv scene that loosens... Or tightens the improv muscles, whatever we may need for the episode ahead. Uh, And it leads us into the one-minute roundup proper, which usually is where one of us has to summarize everything we have covered in Dragon Ball thus far in under a minute. So you, the listening audience, do not have to go back and listen to all of our old episodes. You don't have to watch everything that we've covered in Dragon Ball. You can, and a lot of people do, and, and God bless them. For it, we really appreciate it, and it fills our hearts with joy. Uh, but this time, uh, we have had a listener again two you know two weeks in a row so far. My goodness, they have sent in their own one minute roundup. This one is from Malik, who is quickly climbing the email ranks. Uh, we'll get to their email towards the end of the show, but they have a one minute roundup for us that I will now 
play. Um, I guess we still have to say, so we, so we don't forget about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, we have to ask Malik, are you ready to round up? And then the fact that you sent it into us is saying, yes, you are. Yeah, that, that's consent. <laughs> <laughs> so here we go from Malik. The Dragon Balls can grant any wish as long as it's within Kami's power. But after the battle with the Saiyans, Yamcha, Tien Shinan, Chaozu, and Piccolo have all been killed. So now Goku's friends, Bulma, Krillin, and his son, Gohan, are heading to Namek in order to wish their friends back. I mean, Goku's coming, but he's in his own separate spaceship. But Vegeta is also on Namek. And he just killed this guy named Dodoria, who was servant of this even more evil guy, dare I say, eviler guy (laughs) named Frieza, who also wants to wish for immortality. But now Vegeta knows what happened to the Saiyans 24 years ago, you know? And meanwhile, Goku's headed to Namek, but he's got his own troubles. Hey! Hey! Oh my goodness, thank you, Malik. Gosh, Aaron, I don't know what it is about these, but they they warm my heart. They give me energy. I'm 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 ready. Nice. Yeah, we're all caught up. We know what's going on. I know exactly what's happening now. Thanks and, to Malik, and yeah. so do you, listeners. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what the roundup is. It just. You know, it's been a week. Even if it's not your first time, it's been a week. Let's get caught. <laughs> you know how much stuff I've forgotten this week? <laughs> you almost forgot my name. Mm-hmm. I sure did, Vance. Um, but uh, <gasps> but thankfully, I remembered. Um, but thank you, Malik, for sending that in. We wouldn't hate <laughs> if this streak kept going. Yeah, I would love for my New Year's resolution to be not doing a one-minute roundup in 2021. Uh, This is cool. I mean, two in a row. Thank you, listeners. Thank you, Malik. Thank you all very much. Uh, And it leads us into the next part of Kame Housekeeping, which is where I let you all know that Vince and I, we watch two different versions of Dragon Ball. I watch the English subtitled version. Vince watches the English dubbed version. And we do this because uh, Twas written in the long ago and Twill remain. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's old English. Um, We've been doing it forever. We're going to keep doing it. It's fun to compare and contrast the differences that we come upon. And the first difference is usually the title. So, Vince, if you want to give us that English language title, please. Here it is. The English language title for Dragon Ball Z, Episode 50, Unexpected Problem. Yes. Am I leaving something out? (laughs) I just, I, uh, that's just, (laughs) you're being very vague. Most problems are unexpected, I feel like. Uh, some some are known and ignored. <laughs> mine mine tries to, to gussy it up a bit, and also doesn't know what a star is. So, episode fifty of Dragon Ball Z, the original Japanese title, roughly translated, is "Escape from a Burning Planet: A Life or Death Kamehameha." My God, I <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, if you've been listening along with us, it, it, especially in the DBZ era of the podcast, the titles 
are too descriptive on Aaron's <laughs> side. But we'll we'll definitely get into to that more as we as we dive into this. Um, I want to say simple, but it's not. It's just very few things happen in this episode. My initial note was I get a sneaking suspicion we got some filler on the way. Yeah, they threw it at us when we weren't expecting it. But I think this filler was honestly more interesting than the non-filler, if it, if it was even that. Um, but let's let's get right into it. We we have uh, the the makings of a tense confrontation. Vegeta's feeling great. He just killed Dodoria. He's gonna go find some Dragon Balls. Uh, he understands that there might be some Earthlings here on Namek. Uh, Gohan, Krillin, and Dende are hiding. And that, I, that's kind of the crux of everything. Right. Krillin has a weird line where they know where they realize that Vegeta is hunting them. He goes, our fate is in heaven's hands now. Also, <laughs> we, we determined over stream, the voice of Krillin is now John Mulaney. <laughs> yes, yes. Krillin now, now voiced officially by John mm-hmm. Mulaney. Yeah, I, I mean, th- this encounter is kind of... It's one of those where most of the first half of the episode is a tense moment of Vegeta looking around, trying to trying to find Gohan, Krillin, and Dende. I, I did like that they kind of upped the stakes in that moment, since Krillin and Gohan can uh, control their key energy, but Dende can't. And Gohan's like, I think Gohan or Krillin says something to that effect. Like, we can hide our energy levels, but this kid can't. It's It's very tense. Vegeta almost finds them out. But my favorite, and this is my favorite quote of the entire episode, um, is just at the moment where I think Krillin and Gohan are going to make a break for it to give Dende some space so Dende can get away. A giant whale, a Namekian whale jumps out and Vegeta's like, <laughs> this is my favorite quote. Vegeta just says, floating in midair, he's like, damn, just a fish. He caught it a fish in mine too, Vegeta. Yeah. <laughs> What's a fish to a Vegeta? <laughs> well, first, hey, bud. Sorry, didn't mean to splash you there. Blah, blah, blah. Um, not a fish. Not a fish. Well, then, what are you if you're if you're not a fish? You look like a fish. You live in the water. Did you not get an elementary school education? I'm a mammal. I breathe air. That's why I came up, bud. You won't be breathing air much longer once I have at least one Dragon Ball to keep Frieza at bay. I don't know why I'm telling you. You're just a stupid fish. What's wrong, bud? What's what? You, just I'm just trying to help you out. What's your deal? Why are you being oh, offensive? I miss Kakarot. Kakarot. I want to punch my friend Kakarot in the face. <laughs> I I'm gonna say I use context clues to know what you're talking about. Come look, look sit on my back. Look, I'm gonna I'm gonna surface. Sit sit on my back. All right. It seems like you fought someone and you made friends with them, kind of, and you and you want to and you want to just beat them up. Is that what I'm getting? Wow, you really get me. I'm. Do you want to be the new Nappa? Is that a name of a person or a job title? Uh, yes. You get to hang out with me, Vegeta. Okay. And then you, as as my Nappa, get to be bald and done. I order you around. Mm, that's less. I tell you all my secrets. You do seem. You like get to hold my journal. Wait, I get a. I get to read your journal. Or hold you, it. Hold it. You 
idiot, you dumb fish. Oh, boy. It seems like you already think I got the job. Yes, Napa fish. Look, I'm not really, I, I sort of like the company I'm with at now, which is the company of me, and I get to live the life of a wild animal. Uh, thank you for the offer, but I'm going to have to decline. All right, fine. I was going to give you a tour of the office, but then I realized it's just the inside of my Saiyan pod. <laughs> You're showing me pics. We're having it redecorated. There's a there's a lot of instant noodle cups. Benefit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, unless you got a million of those that are also krill flavored, then uh, then no dice. Sorry, it's oh. it's just not a good fit. I I hope you look. I hope you fill the position soon. Uh, best of luck. Um, please keep me in mind for any whale related <laughs> positions that might be opening. Ah, fine. I'll continue searching for a new Napa. All right. All right. Peace. Boop, 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 boop. But can oh, can we connect Wait, on LinkedIn? Boop, 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 boop. Uh, yeah. You can. I mean, I barely use. Unless I'm job hunting, I don't use it. But sure. Just add me to your network. You add me. I'll add you add me first. Okay. I see what this is. This is some sort of weird power play. All right, bye. Boop, 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 boop. <sighs> Time to update the job search on LinkedIn. Open new Napa. <sighs> All right, Gohan, Dende, let's get the fuck out of here. He's, he's on his phone. We can leave. <laughs> and scene. <laughs> That's right, Krillin curses if he's voiced by John the Lady, a real potty mouth. But poor, I think we touched on something that everyone forgets. Vegeta's so lonely. Yeah, he's got nobody. He won't admit it. Mm-hmm. But you can tell. Yeah, if if Vegeta had like a an MP3 player, it'd just be that song. Lonely, I'm Mr. Lonely. The Akon version on repeat. <laughs> sorry about that listeners Uh, i was going to say the classic uh song that's in like every 90s adam sandler movie oh my god all by myself Uh, saying is all (laughs) by himself He's lonely and he doesn't even know it. I think that's really the impetus for him teaming up with those ball boys as we get further along in the in the Namek saga. I just, you know, what would be really funny is if there was a scene where Vegeta is like bringing them to like a ship, and there are like four controllers. Oh, I don't know. If you if you want to play Smash, we could play Smash. I, while we're waiting for I, Goku to recover, I, I usually don't have anybody to play with. I get to be Fox. I'm Controller One. <laughs> oh, boy. This is a real cousin situation. <laughs> Speaking of being lonely, Krillin is a real downer in this episode. Yes. As they're making their way to the cave, he's essentially saying it was as... It was a mistake for them to come. They will just add to the number of the deceased. Ooh, I wasn't sure if they, if Krill was going to go that far in yours, because he definitely kind of alludes to the fact that they can't, like, Vegeta's so powerful right now, they can't even touch him. Like, Krill is pretty sure that he and Gohan are going to die. <laughs> I hate this Krillin. Yeah, this isn't our favorite Krillin. We like, we like 
uh, snarky Krillin. We like mm-hmm. excited Krillin. Uh, but this like accepting death Krillin, not my Krillin, not the Krillin I want on Namek right now. Krillin has a lot of arrested development. As much as a dumb dumb as Goku is, he's Goku's sort of on air quotes on track for adulthood. Like he sort of hit all the you know supposed again. This is all societal constructs, both okay, in real life okay. and in anime, where it's like Goku, like he got married, had a kid, has a job. <laughs> he has income, right? He's doing all the things he's supposed to do. Yeah, Krillin still got his his high school his college roommate that he lived with. <laughs> he's still bumming off his uh, professor's couch. <laughs> yeah. He'll do the occasional karate gig here and there, but he's not really advancing anything. It's it's Krillin's first time having to be the adult, which I think in Dragon Ball just means the 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 strongest puncher. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's he's be- he's not used to it. He's freaking out. Dare I say Krillin has imposter syndrome at this moment. Gohan, he's a kid. He he doesn't he can't deal with this. Bulma sucks. She won't deal with it. <laughs> That's true, but Bulma will not will not acknowledge her role in all in, in any of this. Mm-mm. This episode, I didn't realize I was going to just feel bad for all these characters. But it's true. Like honestly, if you put yourself in Krillin's shoes, you're responsible for bringing all your friends back to life and keep your best friend's son from dying. And your best friend's other friend from dying. And now you've picked up this kid that you have to keep from dying. Mm-hmm. And everybody around you is so strong that they can blast you away with a bad look. So I understand that Krillin is feeling this way. But he's got he's to pick it up a little bit. <laughs> Krillin, you, you have to step. I never thought I'd say this, but you got to step up. Mm-hmm. Step up to the Namekian streets. Mm-hmm. You got to meet the challenge. You got to figure out how are you, Krillin, going to solve this through your... You can't solve it like a Goku. Mm-mm. I mean, you... Look, we know what's going to happen. You're going to wait six days. <laughs> we know how this turns out. Yeah. I think I think it's perfect timing because we should say they, <clears throat> they arrive at the cave. Bulma has... Popped up a capsule house deep in the cave. So she's she's living fine, I guess. <laughs> and then informs them that she's been on the phone and that Goku is six days away by spaceship and that everything's going to be fine. And I, I felt very, uh, I felt for Dede in this moment because Dede's just kind of there. And then all of a sudden he hears like, oh, Goku. We don't even know if Dede can speak English. <laughs> he No, he's spoken before. Oh, he has? He, he told them he could fly. Remember, English is the universal language, is what I we forgot. determined. I don't think we didn't hit the button for it, but. It, it, it's known. It's known. <laughs> Bulma, uh, it felt real bad what Bulma said to, in referring to Dende. I, I believe she said, who is that piccolo looking kid? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I, I, I'm like, he's a Namekian, Bulma. You know this. I agree. I agree. She calls him little piccolo. She's like, oh, who's this little Piccolo over here? And I'm like, girl, you know that ain't Piccolo. Also, where's the SoundCloud? <laughs> little Piccolo. <laughs> I kn- look, I'll never. That's not what she was referring to. We we knew how she meant it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if you're if you're on SoundCloud and <laughs> you need a Namekian rap name, we got you, Little Piccolo. 
We'll cut this out if it's research, and you'll never know. <laughs> but I'm on SoundCloud right now. Uh, <laughs> how, how many Lil Piccolos are there? There's someone named Black Magic <laughs> underscore Lil Piccolo. I think they have the most call. There's a Lil Piccolo, Lil Piccolo and Young Forte, Lil Piccolo, Lil Dot Piccolo. And the image is Piccolo putting a clip inside of Gun, which is good. <laughs> Piccolo, a very long word, and it's like a porn image. <laughs> Lil, Lil Diccolo, which is King Piccolo with like the, the two-tone dreads. So wait, wait, Lil Diccolo. Mm-hmm. Hold on, let me screen share you with it. This is guys, this isn't research. We're not This we're, isn't research. Don't don't take us to tax for this. This is I'm not learning anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there we go. Start that screen share. <laughs> Again, Lil Dot Piccolo is the one that makes me laugh the most. Oh my gosh. Yeah, there's Lil Diccolo. <laughs> Lil Lil Diccolo, and then Yeah, why <laughs> What is Lil Viku and Kulo Piccolo? Oh, we did. We we found a little Gohan. Ah, uh, I like that dude's avatar. I might actually. It's a good to avatar. I'm going to confess something to you and the podcast right now, right here, that there was a time <gasps> that I thought that I could uh, make beats <gasps> and then go by uh, the the title Piccolo Junior Junior. <laughs> <laughs> And I wanted to make beats that would all be like Dragon Ball inspired. <laughs> I'm only one. This is what makes you an anime sicko. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> and I wish you would have said this on that pod, uh, which we'll we'll talk about later. I'm not laughing at you making beats. I'm very interested in that. <laughs> but Piccolo Jr. Jr. is I'll go, I'll say it's not the best name. <laughs> What's it supposed to be? <laughs> Uh, oh, what but the, what we what we've uh, found through not research is is amazing. Oh, I might have to listen to Lil Gohan here in a second. He's from San Antonio, Texas, and the S in San is a dollar sign. Hell yeah, from Money Antonio, Texas, <laughs> and his banner says Supreme. <laughs> <laughs> this guy rules. Like I'm not being ironic here. No, it's it's a good it's a good SoundCloud page. All I think. The album artwork for one of the EPs is just some manga. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We so I guess you can't use Lil Piccolo. It's very taken. <laughs> it's it's taken, but Piccolo Junior Junior. That's still open. <laughs> <laughs> so get ready for my my EP of instrumentals <laughs> for Piccolo Junior Junior. What's what's your what's your name drop when people take your beat without paying for it? How's that? Oh, going? oh yeah yeah yeah. It's <laughs> this is the drop. The drop is. Damn, Gohan, where'd you find this beat? <laughs> or <laughs> special beats <laughs> cannon. <laughs> <laughs> Those are very good. On the first one, I would just want like a chorus of girls saying, Piccolo Jr. Jr. <laughs> um, maybe there's one where it's like Kami being like, Damn, Piccolo made this one, huh? If you need someone to, yeah, to you need, voice you need Piccolo's drops, you know who to come to. I got your I got your ad libs all day. I, I got Piccolo ad libs. I got Kami ad libs. 
You know there's some shoe ad-libs in there, too. <laughs> oh, this is the Emperor's favorite beat. <laughs> oh, love it. Love it. Oh, this beat came from the peel-off machine. <laughs> that's a good, that's also a good, like, producer. Name. Peel-off machine? Ooh, yeah. Damn. Dragon Ball Studios. We know some of y'all make music out there. Feel free. Yeah, feel free to, to clip these. Put them, put them in your tracks. <laughs> Talking to you, little Gohan from San, from Money Antonio, Texas. <laughs> Look, uh, we got we to gotta figure out how to monetize this stuff. So, we, so of course, we got to go to a commercial. Gohan wanted me to tell you something that um, he's changed his name. He now goes by Little Gohan and his training in the mastery of beats is off the charts. Little Gohan's first EP, Dragon Rush 2, released in 2020. And the power level on this album, dare I say, is greater than my own. And you can get it at soundcloud.com slash it's dash Lil dash Gohan. And Lil Gohan, here are some free samples from your boy Piccolo entering the rap game with my new name, Father, Son, and the Holy Egg. <laughs> this is a Piccolo drop exclusive. Beats so hard makes me want to tear my arm off. I'm about to stretch these beats. Making beats, huh? Interesting. So, I gave you a few drops. And now, I got two other people. Somebody else from Lookout Productions. (laughs) To make you some drops. So here they are. Hey, it's me, Corin. And, of course, joined as always by my boy. It's it's me, Yajirobe. I'm here to eat those beats. Yeah, Jerobi, you don't eat beats. We're supposed to make drops. Like, I don't know. How about, like, how about this drop? It's the beans. <laughs> I was getting something along the lines of that sacred fire. Because <laughs> it's so hot. Ooh, ooh, I got one. I'm on that sacred water. <laughs> In reference to drugs? Yeah, Jerobi. <laughs> What? I'm lit off that sacred water. Fine, fine. Look, here, here's my favorite drop, and I hope everyone uses it. <clears throat> Back to the show. Who are you talking to? Wait, you don't remember our Christmas special? <laughs> Wait, is this a drop? <laughs> so the rest of the episode is very Goku-centric. I think it's fun, but also raises some questions. <laughs> So we'll, we'll see where we get to. Yeah, let's let's get into this. Goku is in space. He's training. Uh, he he's doing some circuit training before I think that was a thing. Yeah, I was I was saying like this is some early Taibo stuff. I know he's got Billy Blanks on the screen. <laughs> see Carol here. Carol just had a baby. <laughs> oh, I wish I knew about more of Billy Blanks. I think I was the infomercial I watched the most was a uh, Tony Little. And the gazelle, and if this might have been before your time, but Tony Little was just a very large man. He wore a hat and a ponytail. 
Oh, I do remember Tony Little. He he definitely didn't do leg day. <laughs> no, he was I feel like he was one of the last holdouts from like the 80s era workout because he had the the tank top that was cut way too low, if I'm the remembering deep, correctly. Yeah, the deep tank. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Showing off those delts. He was yeah, just helping old ladies. Not really, uh, I guess, do a low-impact workout. Kind of like Sean T. I was more of a Sean T head. Who is Sean T? Oh, man, Sean T. Sean T was like one of the first infomercial things that I remember seeing. It was like right before P90X. Or maybe Sean T was part of P90X. Which I did for a little bit. For like maybe a few weeks. It sucks. (laughs) (laughs) But like, what's weird about P90X... Well, one, I didn't pay for it. Wink. Uh, but like, hey, this is going to transfer your body. Well, yeah, you have to work out an hour every day. Duh. Yeah, high, high impact yeah. stuff. Like, it's not, it, none of it's easy. My roommate did it a lot. Shout out Todd Gary. Hey, Todd Gary. <laughs> I know Todd. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Todd. Man, so many pull ups. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was insane. Just, just like the rest of this episode, right? <laughs> oh, we're not going to talk about workout routines anymore? Well, I mean, just because, just like our conversation about uh, workout routines is interrupted by me, <laughs> Goku's workout routine gets interrupted by Dr. Briefs. Uh, yeah, he says, hey, the hole's been damaged and you have to repair it. Oolong and Puar in the background. It was weird to see them because they were very happy. They kept waving to Goku. At the same time that there is a major space, there's may there is a major ship catastrophe that Goku has to solve. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Why are they so happy? It would be like I imagine it. It would be like if you were uh, FaceTiming with an astronaut at the International Space Station, and like <laughs> there's just a party happening behind them <laughs> as they're trying to give you instructions. Like we're experiencing explosive decompression. Oh, yeah. Uh, all you got to do is go to the maintenance section and... Hey, guys, can you can you stop playing beach volleyball behind me? Mike, we're, do- Mike, we're doing flip cup. Come on. Stop. He'll, he'll figure it out. Come on. I'll, I know. I just got to set him up and then I can leave. <laughs> then they'll be fine. Okay. Look, we got, we got beer pong going on over here. So uh, flip cup. So, yeah. Uh, instruction manual. I'm emailing you the, the details and you got it, right? <laughs> No, I need to. I need to be walked through. I need to be walked through this. No, it, it's simple. It's just like restarting your Wi-Fi router. Just unplug the space station and plug it back in. A conga line. Oh, oh you told me you wouldn't start the conga line without me. Oh no, you've been you've been infected with conga fever. I've got conga fever. You'll be a believer. Ha! I'll I'll wait till you do the round and come back to the console. Fever. Oh, wait. Uh, okay, I'm back. <laughs> Those Mai Tais do look good, I have to say. Yeah, so uh, <clears throat> this is Ground Control, <laughs> the International Space Station. Um, you guys will be fine. Just follow the instructions. And, uh, we have oh, five oh, minutes of air left. Somebody is handing me... Uh, I got iced. I got, I got smeared oh, off no. iced <laughs> at my desk. Oh, no. Ah. <laughs> Just a Tuesday here at NASA. I guess NASA stands for no one always. <laughs> nope. 
<laughs> I, much like this mission, I'm aborting that gag I tried to do. See, <laughs> oolong poor, please. This is serious. The situation is dire. Space, don't you know how space works? <laughs> I mean, we think we do until we <laughs> see how the rest of the scene plays out. I, I have to say, this is some of the most interesting filler that we've had in a while. There are actual stakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's not a wasted moment. There are a lot of ups and downs. Like, it's it's honestly some good space drama. Because Goku steps outside in a spacesuit that says Dragon Ball on the helmet. Yep. <laughs> he, he slips on the ship. You think he's going to be lost. I, I gasp. I genuinely like, oh no, how's he gonna do this? <laughs> fix this? He it but it's fine, he's tethered. He's not lost in the vacuum of space. And then he has to like essentially do an on-rails mission where he has to dodge a bunch of meteors to get back to the shuttle. That's true, yep. <laughs> he gets back to the ship, he glues a panel onto the hole, and then it's like, oh great, a job well done. Nope. He glued his foot. <laughs> To the spaceship. And then he glued his other foot. <laughs> it's some real slapsticky stuff. <laughs> it, is, it is unreasonably incompetent of Goku to, to fail in this way. I also blame Briefs. He's like, yeah, yeah, you could fix it. You can solve this. I'm like, no, he can't. He's Goku. I'm not trying to make sense of Dr. Briefs, you know, thought process. Because he thought an espresso machine is what Goku really needed to get dynamic. <laughs> But yeah, it, this was a uh, is interesting because yeah, after getting stuck, it's not bad enough that Goku is stuck on the outside of the spaceship in space. Uh, the ship has been knocked off course, and he's hurtling to a giant sun. <laughs> oh, you mean a uh, a burning planet? A burning planet? I, I forgot. It, it's not a sun. It's a planet on fire. Aren't just suns big planets that are on fire? I can't argue with you because I'm not part of NASA. <laughs> You didn't get an invite to the party. I didn't get that invite, and, and I feel I feel slighted, and I feel burned. We like to have fun, NASA. Yeah, you guys need a house party thrown. They should talk to us. Mm-hmm. It's the logical next step for the podcast is we just do party consulting. Yeah. <laughs> sure, yeah. So what you're going to need is a bunch of microphones. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody needs a microphone. Everybody's going to need headphones. Everyone needs to be in their own homes. <laughs> You each have to watch a different version of the show. <laughs> and the party is you stressing out on whether or not you're being funny enough. <laughs> and then all the drinking happens after you're done recording. Yeah, after the party. By yourself. <laughs> this scene is wild because like Goku gets really close to the sun to the point where <laughs> they are showing you that the flames of the sun are, are hitting Goku. And he's like, ah, this is really hot. <laughs> It's 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 so bonkers, and it's like a real show off of the power of Goku, because mm. <laughs> he tries to Kamehameha's way out, which we think works at first, but then he gets slingshot back, which I I did uh, like I said I think it was fun and interesting, but like yeah, gravity brought him back, so we had to do it again, which mm-hmm. it's not good drama or story if the solution is I guess I do the same thing twice, <laughs> right. <laughs> I think most of this scene was meant to illustrate, and Goku even says it in mine. He's like, oh, all this training is really paying off. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'd say so if you have 
the power to escape a giant sun's gravitational pull with your own energy. That's pretty intense. I don't want to give it too much guff because it was fun. And I was genuinely stressed out just because Goku's a dum-dum and he has to solve all these space things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's weird. It's been a very space-heavy year for me. Because of this, we're, we're going to Namek. Um, on my other podcast, Thinking Too Hard About Anime, available wherever you get podcasts. We're covering Woo-hoo. Cowboy Bebop. And we have talked a lot about NASA. It's weird that it's all coming together like this, where I got to talk about space in two different podcasts that aren't about space. That's true. <laughs> That's the big part is like the podcasts are not about space at their core. Um but that's why I am voting to change NASA's acronym to the No Aaron Space Association. <laughs> oh, you did the thing I couldn't do last uh, a minute ago. <laughs> well, I because you tried to do it too fast. I took my time. <laughs> <laughs> While I was describing everything, you were jotting them down. Mm-hmm. We, there's a final shot of Goku that we must talk about. But before then, we see Vegeta dropping down into a Namekian village. And he wants those balls. The Namekians, of course, say no. And then, again, referencing my other podcast, Thinking Too Hard About Anime, available wherever you get podcasts. Vegeta, when they tell him no, he points at the elder Namekian, mm-hmm. says bang. <laughs> Much like a, a certain space cowboy yep. in a certain anime. And I'm like, do they steal this from Vegeta? This is a big revelation, I feel like. I had the same thing because I love you, you Hakusho. And I was like, wait a minute. Vegeta did the first spirit gun. (laughs) But it was evil spirit gun. I mean, it takes someone out. It's actually, it's more brutal than seeing it actually happen. Because the the shot is the elder. And it's close up of the reaction as someone jumps in the way. And then just the body falls. Mm -hmm. It's real rough. Oh, I wanted to ask you about that. Do you think that that was intentional so that you didn't see Vegeta essentially kill a non-evil person? Because we've seen him murder two people already, but they've been established as the, the bad guys or the worst guys. So now what Vegeta, who I guess they're, they're kind of setting us up to be like rooting for in Aaron quotes. Uh, because it's like the lesser of two evils there on Namek. I, I don't know. I, I felt like they did that on purpose. So you're like, maybe separate the act from the actor a little bit as we get into the the rest of this saga where we're going to be kind of paying closer attention to Vegeta than, than we might be our, our other friends at a point. So That definitely feels like something they would do to soften up Vegeta. Um because they have no problem showing people die real bad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That makes sense. I, it was still still rough, though, man. Yeah, not fun. Like, I, I wish Vegeta hadn't done that. And again, it might also be a question of whether or not this episode is filler or not. And maybe the production team taking some liberties with Vegeta's character. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As we mentioned before, unless it has to do with trap music, we don't do research. <laughs> um, so if you know 
uh, sort of the ins and outs of that, you can tell us by writing to KameHousePartyPod at gmail.com. Yeah, you. I hope the next episode isn't Vegeta laying waste to an entire Namekian village. Yeah, that would be hard for us to, to do a podcast episode about, but br- brace yourself, maybe. He did that in Kakarot. They skip over it, but I think he does it in Kakarot. Oh, yeah, he does. Oh, oh man, I don't want to watch the next episode. <laughs> Can't you just say he's just trying to find a the Namekian Nappa? His <laughs> NN? His NN. He's trying to find his NN. Uh, They're all bald. That's a... It's a, it, that's why it's given Vegeta a hard time. He's got such a huge p- pool of, of <laughs> possible Nappas to, to choose from. I can't pick just one. Dare I go for the Nappa harem? You're all my Nappas. I got Nappas in different planet coats. <laughs> I've got, hold on, <clears throat> take two. I've got Nappa bros in different Nappa. Damn it, hold on. Take three, <laughs> it's right there. take three, baby. Lil Gohan, clip this. <laughs> I've got Nappa bros in different planet codes. There we go, baby. <laughs> got it in Na- one. Uh, bros. Nappa bros. <laughs> yeah, that's that's much more interesting storyline to follow via the podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Vegeta just looking for homies. We got to find Vegeta some homies. Uh, we he, really do. That's that's it's a it's a legitimate concern. Amongst adult males, not being enough close friendships. That's a real thing, right? That's a, that's, I've read it. I mean, they made articles about it, so. <laughs> but the, I don't, I don't want to make a light of it because it is a, pro, it, it, it is an issue. Uh, typically males have less close male relationships uh, where it's not just, let's talk about the stuff we like. I mean, that's a, that's a comedy house party PSA. Make, make friends. Tell <laughs> in, in the friends you got. Talk about personal stuff. Yeah, you're allowed. You're that's you're allowed to. That's what they're there for to share. We're all we're all going through. We're all going through different things, but we can share our experiences. I couldn't have said that better myself. <laughs> we'll we'll move on to a dumb thing then, because <laughs> the last thing is Goku is back in the ship, but how did he do it? We cut to the outside of the spaceship, and his two space booties. <laughs> Thank you. Are just glued there. No, <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I I flipped out <laughs> when I saw this. You can't tell me he needs a spacesuit. And then, <laughs> and then he don't. Uh, any any self-respecting astronaut wouldn't be caught dead outside their spaceship without shoes on. How odd! No shoes, no space, no service. I'm curious because there's there's the cold, there's the vacuum. Maybe I don't know. He's fast. Maybe I don't. Goku ain't that fast. There's he is on a tether. I don't. Yeah, he can't fly. Uh, I. This is for smarter people <laughs> to figure out. I'm just mad about it. I mean, do we definitely need a NASA air and space person to do all these calculations <laughs> to, to tell us if it would be even possible for Koku to stand on a spaceship going that fast? I mean, you're part, uh, as long as you're connected, uh, uh, we, yeah, we're dumb. I'm not, I'm not gonna, I can't. I'll lose I mean, we're mind. talking about relative motion and objects in motion, stay in motion, Doppler effect. <laughs> Um, Schrodinger's cat. Cosign. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if any of y'all work for NASA, one, thank you and kudos. 
I hope you're having fun at those parties. But uh, but let us know how this would actually work. Would Goku just... At the same time, I also feel like, barring air, I feel like he could just stay out there the whole six days and be cool. If I had to pick somebody to do it, it'd be Goku over anybody else. It would be Goku. But that's that's it for this very short, like we said, episode. You said at the beginning, right? This two-scene episode. It is. It's it's two really long scenes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> we 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 milked the stone dry. I mean, but this might be perfect because we do have we got a lot of mail we got to get through. I, I don't know why I said it like that. We we got a lot of mail that we have the pleasure of reading on air. So we mentioned Malik at the top of the show. They wrote us a bunch. Uh, Malik, I don't know if we're going to get to everything you wrote to us, but we did get it. Uh, I'll start with the big thing. They wrote, hi guys, still listening to the podcast and overheard you reading my letter I sent. I reckon I'm going to start liking this podcast aplenty. What confuses me, though, is that you guys only mention the Japanese version and the Funimation versions. How come you never bring up the Ocean Dub, produced in cooperation with Vancouver's voice cast? While I admit Tiffany Vollmer is the definitive Bulma, and Mike McFarlane is the definitive Master Roshi in Yajirobe, I feel like Scott McNeil in Piccolo, along with Peter Kalamis, Rolf from Ed, Ed, and Eddie, and Goku, as well as Brian Drummond and Vegeta, went together like peanut butter and jelly, and I don't even like jelly on my peanut butter sandwiches. First of all, thank you for doing all that research. Yes, thank you. Um... <clears throat> And maybe you need to listen to a few more episodes because uh, we don't do research. And that sounds like research stuff. It's it's what is available on Funimation. That's, that's the short answer. But I guess the long answer could be, I don't know if we have time to watch three <laughs> oh, versions of the same show. Uh, and that might drive us insane. That's adding a third member to the party. And that scares mm-hmm. me. Yeah, this party, I don't know if you've noticed, only two people are part of it. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, I, I I will mention, I had to look this up, <laughs> which is fine. It involves our show. If you go to episode 168 of our show, entitled A New Friend, uh, co-host of Thinking Too Hard About Anime, Noah Carden, comes on, and he watched the Ocean Duh for the podcast. Oh, what an episode that was. So if you want some of that, might I send you over there? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um... Malik would also like to mention that I'm doing a fan fiction where Raditz actually gets to stay alive. Uh, by the time you get this, it should be updated. I'm making some great progress with my new writing partner. I don't want to spoil anything for you, but this time, Launch gets to stick around and grow more as a member of the crew. What? Okay, okay. You had me at Raditz, but now I'm staying for the launch. Look, if we can build up little Gohan, we can build up... Big Malik, I don't know. Aver- <laughs> nor- <laughs> Appropriately sized Malik. <laughs> A definite definitely takes up 3D space Malik. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we'll include that link. Till we meet again, guys. Keep fighting and may all your adventures be mystical. Thank you, Malik. That's so nice. Malik also sent us... A version of Hedgehala that we will that that might be the thing that closes out this episode okay. during the credits. So we'll we'll so we will play that, and then Malik just hit us with some with some with a little bit of KHP research. According to Toriyama, 
Boss Rabbit and his goons are still alive even after the moon got blown up by Roshi. Apparently, yes. they're, quote, <laughs> floating through space somewhere. That's... Toriyama, I know you don't care. <laughs> it doesn't matter to you. <laughs> but that's... You can kill killing them is kinder is what I'll say. I truly <laughs> like what is it? What's that? Um, that old French animated thing like the little prince, little where it's prince. just like a prince on a on a on an asteroid. He's on a baby planet. Yeah, that's what I'm imagining. Boss Rabbit and his two goons are like <sighs> kind of hopping from little planetoid to planetoid, or prequel to Bucky O'Hare. Ooh. Bucky, Captain Bucky O'Hare. Mm-hmm. He goes where no ordinary rabbit would dare. Review cultists will probably get a kick out of that. <laughs> is what I'm saying. <laughs> also, Mercenary Tao and the Crane Hermit are apparently dead for good. They, quote, got into some bad stuff a while back and didn't get wished back. Womp womp. They crane themselves. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> Martial artist, crane thyself. <laughs> <laughs> that one's for Doug. <laughs> We're, we're dropping. Everybody gets a little bit. Today. Everybody gets a little piece. A little, everybody gets uh, just a little something just for them. Uh, and then final fact from Malik: According to Dragon Ball Adventure Special, Mercenary Tao is three hundred and twenty-three years old. Guy must be taking crazy good care of himself. I agree. Yeah, he's got. He probably takes fish oil every day. Mm-hmm. Some beta carotene. Maybe he's got a gazelle. He's doing those low-impact workouts. Yeah. <laughs> he's hanging out with Shanti. <laughs> Thank you uh, so much, Malik, for everything you sent in. And because it wouldn't be an episode of Kame House Party in the year of 2021 without talking about Horny Goku. Again. Here we go. <laughs> coming from Master Researcher Nick, uh, the subject line is Peak Horny Goku, uh, and they write... No courtroom scene this week. With all the horny Goku talk over the past month, something clicked in my brain. Something I've tried to forget. Heads up. This might be the last I talk about horny Goku. There is a manga from the 1980s called Outlanders about an alien princess, Kam. Their name is Kam, K-H-A-M. Falling Mm -hmm. in love with a nerdy year-old otaku from Earth. Nerdy years old. That's how old I am. <laughs> I was going to say, how do they know how old we are? <laughs> uh, and their name is Tetsuwa. Not Tetsuo, Tetsuya. It got an OVA released in 1986 and was then dubbed in 2005. Was t- with Tetsuya being voiced by Sean Schemmel, Goku himself. Okay. Anyway, a super cut of it popped into my feed a few years ago, and uh, it's something. Also, good old Sean voices more than one character. And Nick has taken the opportunity to give us some nice safer work clips uh, that we can play in the pod. Uh, so let's let's go ahead and listen to those clips. Uh, I'm assuming the crux is that we're going to, if a horny Goku existed, this is what it would sound. Like. This is what it would sound like. All right, here we go. Part one. Uh, Tom, maybe you haven't thought this thing out. I mean, do you really think an Earthling and an Evascasio can like? Do it? Like, you my junk and you're... Oh, I hated that. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I'm laughing uncontrollably, uncomfortably. This is like middle school laughing when this, it's sex ed. Oh, this feels is, weird. 
Damn, Sean, that's some good delivery, I'll say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is this a Taki and Chi-Chi hat? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it would probably come from Chi-Chi. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, there's two, there's two more clips that were submitted to. Clip two. Look around you. All of the beautiful women, the lovely Princess Calm included, are all Geobaldi's allies. I order you to get off from on top of us. With, With pleasure, Batia. But only when you get on top of me, sweet cheeks. <laughs> Maybe later. What? Whoa. Also, that was a tiger person who was saying all that, by the way. <laughs> that was King from Tekken. After a lariat, that's what, he, that's what he wants to do. I'll play the last one, and then I'm going to, rev- I'm going to reveal what I think Nick's intention was with this. Okay. Okay, third one. I've never done this before. <laughs> Me neither. Wow, the warp's is over! This, uh, normal? Uh, so, um, did we have sex? Uh, no. They were about to do it and they were interrupted by a spaceship. Oh, uh, I, I, figure, I figured that out. <laughs> I... Nick threw a bomb into the conversation. He overloaded us with horny Goku and that no one will ever want to talk about it again. <laughs> that is my theory. Nick Nick glassed the planet, as it were. You, you nuked us from orbit. No more dinosaurs. <laughs> no more horny Goku. And, and to finish off the email, Nick did write, quote, and thus, Alex of Macedonia wept, for there were no more worlds left to conquer. Uh, uh, man, oh man, do we do we have the do we have some of the greatest emailers <laughs> in podcast history? Uh, yes, we do. <laughs> Look, Nick did what we couldn't do. We couldn't stop this. We we love it. We love that attention. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As comedians, we're 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 sick. <laughs> yeah, we we've got bad brains, and we love any kind of attention. He he sacrificed himself for the good of the podcast. Oh, uh, <laughs> we'll we'll have our emails at half mast. <laughs> but as always, thank you, Nick. I mean, I don't know. Horny Goku might rear his ugly head again. Uh, if you want to hear our non-jokey sort of definitive thoughts on it, might I recommend a little podcast called Anime Sickos. We were guests on their show last week. Tom and Joe are, are super funny. Um, if you like what we do, you'll definitely love what they do because they're way funnier than us. They they They... They graciously led us onto their podcast. We talked about Horny Goku. We talked about Cyberpunk 2077. Mm-hmm, uh, you get to hear mm-hmm. some horrible work stories from both of us. Um, please check it out. Again, the same place you're listening to this podcast, baby. Just type in Anime Sickos. You'll find it. Follow them on all their social medias. Uh, Tom or Joe, if you're listening, thank you very much for having us on. It ruled. Uh, and yeah, it was he- so much fun. And here are two many more collabos. Here, here. And just a, a regular old reminder, if you want to write into us, all you got to do is send an email to comedyhousepartypod at gmail.com. 
follow us on social media. Um, love seeing activity in the comments. Uh, like, share, subscribe. Best way to help other people find the podcast. Uh, gosh, we we love all the engagement and like emails like we get from Malik and Nick and everybody else just makes things a lot better. So I uh, just wanted to say thank you and that you all rule. And and as always, please remember that every Thursday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, we are streaming on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Party. Uh, we just had Doug from Almost Better Than Silence and Greg from the Technical Difficulties Gaming Podcast on. Uh, we did a fun tabletop RPG session. Uh, and you know we're still we're playing we're just playing a bunch of games. It's fun. Come hang yeah, out. Check out check out that archive so you can see us act. <laughs> <laughs> uh, everything that we're doing is a lot of fun. And it, it again can't thank uh, everybody who listens and hangs out and chat and all that stuff enough. And look, no matter if you are uh, trying to take your shoes off in space or uh, firing Kamehamehas into the sun, you gotta keep fighting breaking through the surrounding clouds i fly away fly away embarking on a new journey i take in the panorama Kicked around the angry planets having a bad day Bad day volcanoes blow Kicking off the new drama If within the polar ice I hear the call Of a mighty dinosaur Then I'm gonna teach him to ride a ball Two, three, four, chala, hey, head chala, yo! No matter what's ahead, I am feeling fine. Nothing's gonna bring me down. No, I'm going like chala, hey, head chala, yo! Through every test, my heart furiously pounds, just like a mighty spirit bomb. Sparking! Diving through the sky, a flying roller coaster. A panic fills me up and makes me laugh as I fall for miles. The world turns upside down like a poster. Poster above my head, but like mountains make me smile. Now there's no time to sit still and hesitate. A surprise is out there, and I'm gonna find it, I just can't wait. Two, three, four, chala, hey, head chala, yo. If someone says that you've got an empty head, you can cram it full of dreams. It got me going like chala, hey, head chala, yo. With a smile and a passionate scream, I'm gonna fly, yeah, 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 go on. 
No matter what's ahead, I am feeling fine. Nothing's gonna bring me down. One more time, Chala. Hey, hey, Chala. Yo! Through every test, my heart furiously pounds, just like a mighty spirit bomb. Sparking! Directed by Daisuke Nishio. Yeah!